Running a small business is no easy task. It's messy and thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. But no matter what, it's definitely a journey worth taking. As a mom of two littles, I know the daily struggles, and I'm here to walk this journey with you. If you're ready to feel empowered, encouraged, and on fire for the things you truly love, then you're in the right place. I'm Rebecca Rice, a pizza-loving, hot chocolate-drinking, family photographer and educator, and this is the Business Journey Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Business Journey Podcast. I'm Rebecca Rice, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Today, we're talking about time management and balancing work life and mom life. This thing is never ending, and it's hard if we're honest. And so I want to give you um, just a little bit of perspective of how I um, managed to balance everything. Um, I am currently full-time in my business, but there was a season that I wasn't, and I was running my photography business. Um, on the side and um, you know having to balance all the things and so I wanted to help um, just bring some helpful tips and perspective uh, you know whatever I can to make this thing a little bit easier so a little bit about me if you're not familiar with who I am my name is Rebecca I'm a wife I'm a mom of two toddlers and um, I actually had a full-time business outside or full-time job outside of my photography business up until last July so um, my, I, I was a full-time youth pastor. I had been a youth pastor for about five years, worked at the church for nine years. So it was quite the journey, but I ended up going full-time in my photography business in July. And my husband joined me full-time in our business in September of 2020. So um, I know 2020 was a crazy year, but we were both able to go full-time in our business because things were going awesome. And so um, we now have a team of 10 of us, including my husband and myself, who all make it happen. Um, Not everybody's full-time. We have some contract help, but um, when we first started, it was just me. I did all the things, um, you know, bookkeeping, photographing, editing, anything that goes into running a business, I was doing. And so I, I get it right? Balancing work life and home life is hard. And so I feel you. If you are trying to hustle and do all the things and like the team is you, like I get it. I was there. And if if you're the kind of mom that like feels guilty for working instead of being with your kids, trust me, I feel that too. Somebody commented on my Instagram the other day saying that they felt guilty when their kids would like come and close their laptops while they were working. And I that like hit me to the core because that was totally like that. That happens to me all the time. My kids will come up and um, my son says, done, done. And he tries to close my laptop. He's um, about to turn two. And then my daughter will say, well, how about you bring your computer and work in my playroom? (laughs) So like they just really want to spend time with us, which is the sweetest thing. And that's mom life. But sometimes balancing that can be hard. And one of the biggest lessons that I learned that just impacted my business greatly was from Ashlyn Carter of Ashlyn Writes. She preaches to work from a place of rest and not hustle hear that. Work from a place of rest and not hustle. See, she says that hustle isn't a badge of honor, which it's not. Like you working super hard all hours of the night, like I get it. Sometimes that's what you have to do to to get it done, but hustle isn't a badge of honor. Like how can, I always ask the question, how can I take control of my work instead of letting my work control me? 
right? And so um, I'm going to share a few tips that I use so that I can work from a place of rest so that I don't feel overwhelmed with all the mom life, work life hustle, that I can balance it all and serve my clients well and be there present for my kids and for my family. So just wanted to give you a few like really practical things that you can do, okay? So if you're listening, um, take notes, pull out your notes phone on your, or your notes app on your phone, hello, and um, just jot these few things down and see if you can apply them to your business. So number one is I set office hours and I try to keep them. So for some of you, like office hours might be after the kids go to bed and that is okay. But I encourage you to like set time aside that you are planning to spend just on business stuff and stick to those times, right? Try not to go outside of those times. So right now I am full-time in my photography business. I'm a family photographer. And so I set work hours from 8 to 12 a.m. or 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay, so I try to just keep my work to those three days. And during that time, my kids go to a drop-in daycare. So there's one I'm located here in Nashville, Tennessee. And so there is a drop-in daycare not too far from us. The kids get to just go and play for a little bit. And I, my, my husband and I get like really focused time in those four hours. And so in that time, I really try to batch my work. Now, if you've ever heard of batch working, basically that is completing um, like tasks together. And so um, I try to only check my inbox once or twice a day. And that may like overwhelm you because if you're the kind of person that's always in, in your inbox, I would encourage you to try to just limit that to you know one or two times a day and respond to all the emails at one time instead of popping in consistently and you know trying to hit emails throughout the entire day. You're a lot more productive if you batch your work. Another thing that I'll do is I will try to edit all of my photo sessions or go through edits all at one time. So instead of sprinkling them through the week, I will batch them together to get all of that done. Um, another thing that I do is I turn all of my no notifications off. I put on do not disturb on my phone, turn off or, you know, all the notifications, anything that could ding or pop up or distract me, I turn it off. So like my family knows when I'm in work hours, I'm not going to answer their FaceTime. Um, I'm not going to be answering phone calls or text messages. I turn it off completely. Um, if there's an emergency, like somebody can get a hold of us, but I really try to not have all the dings and all the things distracting because every time like your phone lights up, let's say you post something on Instagram and then your phone lights up every time somebody comments or likes your photo, right? Every time that you stop working, it takes your brain about 20 minutes to get back to where you were of like focused work time. So that's a long time for every single distraction. Um, so it really, really helps in those times because the time that you have to work is precious. It's very limited, um, most likely. And so definitely turn off all your notifications. And then I choose to shoot only one day on the weekend to protect my family time because weekend time is family time. And so of course, as a photographer, like we still have to do photo sessions. And so I try to just shoot one day, whether that's Saturday or Sunday. Um, and just with our family, it works better for us to shoot on Saturdays. And so I try to just keep that to one day and um, stick to that. And if clients want to book, awesome. And if they're unavailable, like 
they can find somebody else because sticking to that is really, really important for my family time. And so I, I say like set these hours and try to stick to them, but I get it. Like sometimes it's hard or like life happens. Yesterday, um, my son puked like out of nowhere in the morning. So that was supposed to be a work day, but I ended up working most of the time on the couch with my both my kids sitting next to me because they couldn't go to the play place because he puked. So, um, you know, you gotta be flexible. And, you know, sometimes I'll get like random bursts of energy late at night, which I'm not a night person. And so when that does happen, I get like really inspired. I'm like, I need to work on something. And so in those times, I'll go ahead and, you know, knock out about an hour of work. But I really do try to limit it um, just for the sake of my family. Now, when I did have a full time job outside of photography, my work hours look different. And that's okay. Whatever season of life you're in, be flexible and be okay with that season. So whenever I did have my full time job as a youth pastor, I worked on my business stuff after my kids went to bed. And one of the things that I tried really hard to do was to get them to bed by 7.30. We train them to go to bed at 7.30. Now, 7.30 is a little early for my daughter. She's three and a half. We institute quiet time. And so at 7.30, she goes up to bed and she can play quietly and then puts herself to bed when she gets tired. And so usually she's out by 8.30 at the latest. But we, you know, during that time, that was my business time. That was, you know, 7.30, we had already eaten dinner. I sit down and I was able to knock out a few hours of stuff whenever I could. And so I know a couple of my friends wake up at 5 a.m. because their kids wake up at 6.30. And so they want to get work hours done before the kids get up. So if that works better for you, then try that. If you're a morning person and you don't mind waking up early, um, I've done that a few times. It's really peaceful in those hours because the kids aren't like going crazy. (laughs) And so I'm actually able to get some good focus work done at 5 a.m. But if that doesn't work for you, that's okay. Um, Find time that works for you, but really try to like make that time intentional schedule it so that the whole family knows what you're doing. I can't tell you how much it helped when I instituted work hours and communicating that to my husband to say, okay, these are my work hours. I am not available the kids to go get them gummies or whatever. Like that was his time that he, he was going to take him to the play place. And if they're home, like he is the one, um, that is tending to their needs because I am in work hours, I am unavailable. Um, He has his work hours that are like non-negotiables and we know we communicate as a family when that time is, that way um, we can have that focus time and the, you know, my husband or or myself will like take up the slack for um, those times, so. Hope that helps. Um, another thing that I did whenever I was working full time was I was forced to maximize my time. And one of the things that really helped me maximize my time was shooting mini sessions. As a family photographer, I could do a whole, I'm sure I will do a whole podcast about why mini sessions are better than full sessions. They are the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to your time. They are the best way to manage your time. Um, we talked about batching work. Shooting mini sessions es- essentially is batching your photo sessions and so I like to stack them eight at a time 15 minute sessions back to back and in that season I was forced to maximize my time so people ask me like if I like who taught me that I'm like nobody taught me I like literally had to do that because I did not have enough time in the day so having limited time really does like force you to um, learn how to be smarter and wiser with your time tip number one is to set office hours and keep them tip number two to um, maximizing your time and managing your time and balancing well is to automate anything that you can. So if a machine can do it in your business, whatever it is, 
let it, right? Um, there are lots of things that you can automate and um, there are lots of systems that allow you to automate things that are um, fairly inexpensive. Um, you can automate things like emails, right? If they're, you know, even creating like email templates. If there's an email that you could potentially be sending to another client or potential client, make it an email template. That way you don't have to sit and type things. I have emails that I send to my clients through our client experience, just as part of when somebody books a photo session with me, we have a series of emails that uh, they receive. And in that those emails, those emails are automated. And so in my system, I tell it, um, I use Dubsado for my booking system and it's amazing for automations. And so I can set up when I want specific emails to go out and it'll send it automatically. I don't have to think twice about it. So emails is one thing that I love automating. I actually do have, um, I know I spoke briefly about email templates. I have a set of email templates in my shop. If anybody wants to check that out, that's RebeccaRicePhoto.com slash store. And um, you can find my email templates. Um, any email that I send to my clients through our regular client experience is in that template pack. And you can just copy it and paste it um, and use it for your own clients. So that's super helpful, a major time saver. Um, another thing that I automate is my workflow. So I mentioned that I used up Auto. I have used HoneyBook in the past um, and they have workflows in there that you're able to automate a lot of things. And that's, you know, sending files or communicating back and forth with clients that a lot of that can be automated in a workflow. And I do have my workflow my workflow available in my shop too. So if you go to RebeccaRicePhoto.com slash store, you can find my Dubsado workflow that actually works with HoneyBook too. Automating is just a huge step in your business and it was such a game changer for me when I realized so many things could be automated. A couple other things that you can automate are your social media posts or gallery upselling. For example, in my mini sessions, I upsell my galleries, but I don't have time for in-person sales. I told you guys I was used to operating on such little time that in-person sales was not even a possibility in my business. And so I figured out a system to upsell automated through emails. And I do teach that in my mini session course if you wanna go check that out. But that was a huge game changer for me. Now I created a freebie for you guys. If um, you wanna check it out, I put together a list of five must have apps that run my business. And so you can find that at rebeccaricephoto.com slash five apps. I'll link it so that you can um, grab that if you wanna grab it. But basically those are five apps that I use to help automate so many areas of my business. And I'm telling you, they will be game changers for you. So you're gonna wanna check that out. Um, one more time, that's rebeccaricephoto.com slash five apps, all one word, number five, and then APPS. We talked about um, setting office hours. Number two was automating anything that you can. And then the third thing that really helps with time management and balancing everything is to outsource. Now, don't tune me out right away when I say outsource, because I know that that could be scary, but it doesn't have to be. And there's this thought that outsourcing has to be super expensive. And that's also not true. You can bake those things into your cost of doing business and price yourself in such a way that your outsourcing gets paid for. And so I try to spend my time doing things that only I can do. If you've never done this before, I encourage you to make a list, like grab a sheet of paper and a pen and literally write out the different tasks that you do in your business and then like put a star next to things that only you can do, that you can't 
pass off to somebody else literally like only you can do so um, like right now I'm teaching to you guys only I can do that this is my voice <laughs> that you're hearing and so I can't outsource that but there are things in your business and honestly in your personal life that you can totally outsource that is a hundred percent worth it when a, and I say personal life because um, you know there there's um, this thought that outsourcing is only business things but you know if you're bad at laundry you can outsource your laundry there are um, like companies that their sole purpose is to do laundry for people. I've, act, I've I'm horrible at laundry, so I've definitely looked into these services before. My husband won't let, let us do it, but <laughs> maybe one day, who knows? But you know, if house cleaning just really gets you like down and it takes up so much time, like consider hiring a house cleaner, even if it's not every week, like maybe at least once a month, just to give you peace of mind. Um, and you can spend that time doing money revenue or revenue generating tasks right? And so if you can, you know, you make that list and you have things that could be outsourced, I would also write down like how much time you spend doing those things. Because let's take editing, for example. If you're spending four, five, 10 hours, however long behind your computer editing a session, imagine what you could be doing if you spend that time marketing to book more sessions. Like the first time that I hired an editor, it was game changer. And it just freed up so much time that I was able to, you know, spend my time doing other things because I wasn't stuck behind my computer. It also helps with my kids because my kids don't like me to be on my computer. They literally come and shut my computer when I'm working on stuff. And so editing, sitting down to edit is really hard for me. And so by, by outsourcing that to somebody that their job is to match my style, then um, it really freed up a lot of time and it was a liberating feeling knowing that I didn't have to spend my hours doing that. And honestly, outsourcing your editing is a lot cheaper or, or like cost effective than you probably think. The typical editing pricing is anywhere from like 24 cents an image up to probably 37, 38 cents an image, which if you just you know, bake that into your cost of doing business and up your prices a little bit, you'll cover your editing. And it is so, so worth it. Um, and so one thing that I tell people is when you're trying to decide whether to outsource something, my like go-to thing is if somebody else could do it 80% as good as you, then it's time to hand it off. Um, and so for example, I know people that are like so scared to hand off their editing because they, you know, they're control freaks. I get it. I am a totally control freak. But if you if somebody else can do it 80% as good, which honestly editors are very, very good at matching your style because it's their job. But imagine how you could be spending your time if you're not spending your time editing or um, blogging or posting to social media, you know, it, it, outsourcing your social media would also be a game changer because I know a lot of time, a lot of people that spend so much time trying to come up with Instagram captions and, you know, make their feed all pretty and all the things. Um, when I started outsourcing my social media, it was such a huge relief because I don't know about you, but I tended to get stuck in like the scrolling mindlessly as I'm supposed to be like curating my feed or writing captions. And it just was really hard for me. And so um, social media is something that you could totally outsource, um, blogging and SEO. And honestly, there are people like that's their specialty. And so if you can outsource that to them, then they could, some people do it better than you. I know the girl that does my blog right now and SEO, she does it way better than me. And so that was a great invest investment because she is helping us actually get clients from Google. People are finding us on Google because she knows how to optimize our blog for SEO. 
I don't know how to do that. And so you can hire people for your weaknesses or things that you don't know how to do or something, maybe something's like really bogging you down, like inbox management. I don't know about you, but my inbox really stresses me out. And so by hiring an assistant to go through my inbox and like just star things that I need to see is so helpful because I don't feel overwhelmed with all of the things and she's able to really like streamline that process. Plus I'm not spending, you know, all this extra time going through junk emails. She is able to take care of that and I spend my time only working on the meat of the emails that I need to see. Hopefully this is helpful for you and just gives you a few like really practical steps that you could use to get your business and life balanced, right? Because you don't want to spend all your time in your business, but you also need to balance that you don't want to spend all your time, you know, and this sounds wrong. So hear me, hear me, hear my heart here. Um, you don't want to spend all your time on family time because your business is a part of who you are. And so um, by learning to balance the two, you're really able to just take yourselves to new heights and um, accomplish way more than probably you thought you ever could. Um, and so just as a reminder, that was to set office hours and keep them, automate anything you can, and outsource. If you have any questions at all, I would love to help you out. Um, feel free to find me on Instagram at Rebecca Rice Photography. I love chatting with people all about um, all these things and business and life and whatever. So if I can help you, if I can encourage you in any way, definitely reach out. And don't forget to download my um, my freebie, the five must-have apps that run my business. You can find that at rebeccaricephoto.com slash five apps. That's number five APPS, all one word. So definitely go check that out. I, I hope this helps. I hope that you feel encouraged, like you can do it. Um, again, if you have any questions, I'm always here. I would love to serve you. I would love to help you. So just let me know. Hope you have a great week and we'll talk next time.